So why is it so difficult for artists to sell their work? That's a question that we get commonly. Yeah, we get that all the time. I mean, not so much why it's difficult uh, for, you know, nobody asks us why is it so difficult for me to uh, sell my work, but what we ask is how can I sell my work? And that's where it gets really difficult because they, they don't really want to hear the answer, <laughs> I think. Uh, so, so that's what gave me the idea for writing the essay, Being an Artist in Business, which is sort of, uh, you know, basically explaining what we went through, you know, because it wasn't easy. Was it? No, <laughs> it wasn't at all. <laughs> it was challenging. But uh, I find it very interesting, uh, the question, so why do artists have such a difficult time to sell their work? Because if you look here in the valley, just in Phoenix area where we live, I mean, there are dozens and dozens of art shows that yeah. artists can do to sell their work. So why is it difficult for them to make a living at these shows? Yeah, that's a very good question. I, I think that the first reason is because they don't really think of shows as a way to make a living and selling their work. What do they think of shows as? Just a place to display their work, to exhibit their work, to show their work, but not necessarily sell? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly how they perceive it, but I know for a fact that when most photographers want to sell their work, they want to sell it to a magazine. Oh. They want to sell it for print. I mean, they, they are thinking of stock sales, or they are thinking... Uh, of selling for publication in an article and so on. Or maybe they're thinking that uh, they're going to be, uh, what do we say, with musicians and bands and stuff, that somebody's going to see them and all of a sudden they're going to become, you know, known or... Right, or, that, that's the other problem, uh, is they think that somebody's going to come one day out of the blue from the Museum of Modern Art in New York and look at them and say, my God! you need to become famous. I can't believe we've been, you know, bypassing you for all these years. My God, I'm going to take you and put you to the top right here, right now. Just follow me. Just do what I say. Right. Yeah, in other words, they think they're going to be discovered. Um, I'm still waiting to be discovered, and I've been at this all my life. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to it. You know, if that's bound to happen, great. But in the meantime, I'm doing what I have to do to become financially successful and it's been working. I also think that uh, when photographers and artists go to shows to walk around to see what other artists and photographers are doing, they uh, they look at what the artist is selling, you know, they look at their work and they think immediately, well I can do this or my work is better than their work. Exactly. You know? And uh, I can do this, why can't I do this? Right, no that's totally right. Uh, Dale Carnegie said it a long time ago, uh, and you can find it if you read uh, uh, Napoleon Hill's book. A lot of people fail because they underestimate the difficulty of the task. In other words, we see it all the time when we do shows. Uh, photographers come to see us and they look at our booth, and our booth is the result of years and years of study and work and improvement and knowledge and, uh, you know, just trying to do it as best as we can. We look at all of that. And they smile and say, oh, I can do that. But the answer is they can't. Because unless they have the knowledge that we have, it's not by spending five minutes in a booth looking around um, that you are going to know exactly what we're doing. There's a lot of things we're doing that are, you know, sort of behind the scene things. I mean, we know, but it's not visually visible. I mean, we have a whole approach that does not necessarily come across by looking at artwork or looking at the display. 
Yes, I agree. I have noticed that when I do shows that I don't do this. When I do a show and there's other photographers in the show, I uh, don't go and look at their work or look at the prices that they have on their work. But I've noticed that when I do a show that all of the photographers, when they see me, will come and look through my prices. And, uh, and I don't do that. When I do a show, I just mind my own business and focus. My focus is in my 10 by 10 space or my 10 by 20 space. And anything that goes out, uh, happens outside of that space, you know, I consider that's none of my business. So I'm very focused. I'm very pleasant with the customers. And, uh, and I have a good time, you know. I joke around with mm -hmm. them and uh, make them feel relaxed and... Uh, that's a and good talk point. To them. Uh, for a lot of photographers, pricing is basically using the same price as the competition uses. It's a little bit like Nissan uh, that comes up as a brand new car company, which they did in the early 1980s or late 1970s, and they look around for how to price their cars. So they go to a Ferrari dealer and they look at, at the Ferraris and they're like, okay, we're going to price our cars according to that they're never going to sell a single car because the Nissan is not a car that's designed to the same standards or for the same audience or for the same buyers for the same purpose as the Ferraris. On the other hand, uh, Nissan could look at a much less expensive vehicle and price their cars according to that and sure they'll sell a lot but they would lose money. You have to price your work with the knowledge of how to price your work and that's not by looking at the competition because the competition is not you. Um, and we have had a rule for many, many years that's extremely valuable, which is that we run our business without looking at other businesses. That is, we are knowledgeable with what we want to do, and we are focusing on our business, as opposed to, uh, you know, looking at other businesses and reacting to them. Yes, that's true. Which is very often the case at shows. A lot of artists go to a show, and when they don't do well, what's the first thing that they do? They lower their prices. Immediately, yes. they go to their price tag, they pull it off, and they put another one that's lower. What is the first thing we do if it doesn't go well? What is the first thing that you and I do if it yeah, doesn't do go we well? Do? We raise our prices. Yeah, we raise our prices right. because, you know, the first thing that you want to do if it doesn't go well is make sure that obviously you're having less customers, and if you want to make the, the amount of money that, you know, that you have set as a goal, each of these customers has to spend more money, <laughs> right? So if, let's say we have a show and we expect 50 customers, you know, which for us is already a lot. But let's say that it turns out that the way it's going won't be like if we get 25. We've got to double our prices. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Otherwise, it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a complete write-off, a loss, right? Right. But the other thing that we do is if we increase our prices, because a lot of people now might say, well, you know, you increase your prices, that's not fair, and then the next show, you're going to drop them back. No, they don't go back down. <laughs> Once they've gone up, they stay at that level. It's a good opportunity to raise your prices. 